the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives captives free. free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. And welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with a powerhouse uh, group of women uh, that are going to be talking about a very important subject, and that is the murder of Oscar Grant. Uh, We are um, going to hear from, uh, first of all, uh, Oscar Grant's mother. And um, I've had the pleasure of knowing uh, Reverend Wanda Johnson for for several years and watching her just uh, walk forward in strength and love and in determination. Um, she is, uh, as her bio outlined, she's America's voice of compassion and hope for individuals who have lost loved ones due to violence. And uh, for those of you who are listening and maybe don't know the story, uh, you know, of, of Oscar Grant's life, um, he was murdered on January 1st, 2009. Um, an unarmed young man uh, was shot and killed by local transit peace, uh, local transit peace officer. And since then, Wanda, his mother, has made it her mission to work tirelessly to undo the negative stereotyping of at-risk youth and comfort grieving families. Also with me today, um, I have uh, Elaine Brown. Elaine Brown is a former leader of the Black Panther Party, Minister of Information and Chairman. She's author. She's the author of A Taste of Power and the Condemnation of Little B., and a um, and that is an uh, autobiography, um, which was optioned in 2017 by Robbie Brenner Productions. And um, she is the executive director of Michael Lewis Legal Defense Committee, uh, supporting the legal appeal of Lewis, a.k.a. Little B, who was arrested in 1997 in Atlanta, Georgia, at the age of 13 for a murder that he did not convict, commit and was convicted and sentenced as an adult to life in prison where he remains. Um, and he, she is also the CEO of a nonprofit organization for Oakland and the World Enterprises, Inc. And she's got just a, just a, a tremendous uh, list of accomplishments here all around the advocacy, um, advocacy for um, youth, in particular Black youth that have been uh, accused and or convicted of crimes which they did not commit and or murdered, um, as in the case of Oscar Grant. And also with us, I have um, Beatrice, a sister Beatrice X, a.k.a. Auntie B, who is the wife of Uncle Bobby Johnson and the aunt of Oscar Grant. And she is a member of the Nation of Islam. She has been involved with activism since the early age of 10. She, um, Sister Beatrice's first police terrorism activism case was at the age of 22 years old. She was part of uh, this activism and protesting behind Sagan Penn, twice acquitted in the sh- acquitted in the shooting of two San Diego police officers in a racially charged case that sharply exposed the divide between police and the black community. And uh, she is a community organizer 
and obviously very um, uh, committed to her nephew, um, Oscar Grant, and his memory. And so we are here today to talk about some new developments in the case of Oscar Grant. And I wanted to just first start off and um, uh, invite uh, Reverend Wando Johnson into the conversation to um, share with us, uh, you know, where, where, where are you today? It is a new year. It is, it is, it is January, 2021. We have come through a horrific time and still are enduring um, with COVID-19 and a variety of other just really major challenges right now in our world. And yet, you know, you have kept the light shining brightly on what has happened to your son. And I want to give you an opportunity to share where are you at um, and, you know, and what are you wanting people to know about your son and, um, and his life? So for those who may not know, I am the mother of Oscar Grant, who was killed January 1st, 2009 at the Fruitvale Bard Station in Oakland, California. Um, I, his mother instructed him to take Bart that night to go to San Francisco to watch the fireworks. And on his way back from San Francisco, uh, the officers received a call that there was some kind of altercation on the train. And the officer who um, arrived at the station already had, I guess, in his mind that he was going to hurt someone on that night because of his uh, erratical behavior when he first um, entered onto the platform. He didn't go um, onto the platform in order to de-escalate any situation if there was one occurring when he arrived. Um, since there was not one occurring in, when he arrived, there was not even a need necessary for him to even uh, enter the platform with this taser out and using profanity throughout the train and down the uh, platform. And so um, Oscar lost his life unnecessarily um, from that uh, encounter with that officer. That officer did not physically shoot Oscar, but all of what the officer did led up to my son's death. From hitting Oscar, from pinning Oscar down on the ground, from putting his knee on Oscar's neck, all of those very things led up to my son's death. And from that, um, it took a while, Vanessa, for me to uh, be able to regain my voice and to be able to talk about what happened with my son. But um, I've regained my voice and my brother, Uncle Bobby, was uh, speaking and going different places, him and B, actress, um, all over the c uh, country, you know, letting people know what happened to Oscar. And so we have vowed to not let Oscar's name die. This society, when so many young men and women are killed by police, they expect us to yell and march for a couple days and then stop marching and yelling uh, after those days are over. But we have made it a vow. Um, for sure, I have made a vow. And I know that uh, my brother and Beatrice and the rest of our family have made a vow that we're not going to stop uh, tooting our horns until our society changes the tactics that it uses on our African-American young men. We're not going to stop talking about what happened with Oscar because we're not going to let you forget it because Oscar was killed unjustly. He deserves to be alive. He deserves to be seeing his daughter grow up, but yet that has not happened. So I'm here fighting um, for justice for my son um, until I can't fight any longer. Well, thank you so much, um, Sister Wanda. Uh, I just am so grateful that you um, have not, you know, you have not uh, given up. You have not backed down. You have been fighting and holding strong for your son. And um, as you know, I've had the pleasure of teaching your niece dance. Um, and she was part of my uh, dance team that where my young lady um, was originally trafficked out of. and. 
Um, and so I'm very close to her. And um, this is greatly hurt her as his cousin, you know, and it has hurt the whole family. And so to see you continue on um, with the fight um, is very inspirational. And, you know, I always uh, just feel compelled to, to say that to you and to encourage you um, to keep on, keep on and keep on. So um, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to hear from uh, Sister B. We're going to hear from Elaine. We're going to hear um, from the rest of the team here about, um, you know, where, where we're at. What are we doing? And, um, and what, what are we able to support you with at this time? So we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with three women, compassionate and tenacious women that are um, asking for justice for Oscar and for other uh, black men, young men that are being murdered um, and not um, not receiving the justice, the families that are not receiving the justice that they that they deserve and that they that they need to heal. And um, and so we're going to hear from uh, a couple more. So in our last segment, we heard from Oscar Grant's mother, uh, Wanda Johnson and uh, Reverend Wanda Johnson, and she um, shared with us her heart. And I want to give an opportunity for uh, uh, Auntie B, Sister Beatrice X, to share um, her her heart as well as Elaine and just hear from both of you about um, what. You know what? What is going on with this case? Um, what 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 needs to happen in this time? And and in even in your case, maybe we'll start with you, Auntie B. How did this? How has this impacted you and your husband, um, Uncle Bobby? You know, um, you guys are so loved by so many in the community, and and here we just you know you just heard Wanda share about the loss of your nephew and you began to cry. This is still hurts. This is still, this is, this is, this hasn't gone away. Right. So right, tell, right. tell us, tell us where you're at. Well, uh, I wanted to say that I, I, I don't know why I'm tearing up like this, but I do know, but uh, it's for my sister-in-law because as I, as she was speaking, I went back to uh, 10 years ago, actually 11 years ago. And uh, we were in Los Angeles together. We went up and down the highway together. But I just remember vividly when we were waiting for the verdict, although this had not been the first time we stayed together, uh, along with she had a couple of her good friends come on several occasions with her. And uh, so, but this time doing the verdict, man, I mean, she said she didn't have her voice, but I just saw God working on her because I actually experienced her actually what she did to even put her foot on the ground to get out the bed. So mm. I think that's why I'm tearing up because that brought that memory back 
to me and that to see her standing so strong and so bold and having her voice back when she said she had her voice that really touched me because I kind of experienced what it took for her to go through what God was taking her through to even get to that point. And now she was sky's the limit. She got it. She's, she's, she's like this, she's gone. And so I'm, I'm grateful for that. So that's probably why I'm tearing up. And, you know, I did not know Oscar, but at the time I had a 14 year old son and I had already been an advocacy doing advocacy since I moved up here in 2000. And, um, I was, my first act here was I helped and lobby for advocacy for foster care children. Cause at the time I was a director uh, at three different homes. And uh, when those children turned 18, they put their stuff in the bag. You may know this. They put their stuff in the bag and give them some, uh, some, some money, some welfare is what it's called AFDC and give them uh, healthcare and with their stuff in the bag and say, here, you go out there and make a life, even though for the first 18 years of your life, you've been in and out of foster care with no, you know. And so uh, that was like my first advocacy in the Bay Area. And so um, being in the Nation of Islam, we are always advocating for justice. And so when Oscar was and then I was part of the Tookie Williams uh, fight as I was with Miss Barbara Becknall on the day that she bought the, the suit for Tookie Williams. and so. This advocacy that was going on had been going on. And so when Oscar was murdered, I had a 14-year-old son named Akeem. His name is Akeem. And, oh, my God, I already knew, you know, that could have been my son. That could be any of our sons. And that video, oh, my goodness. And so something compelled me, even though the Nation of Islam, we were having meetings concerning around it, but something compelled me as a mother to continue this fight until the end. So, you know, it was like I was in court every single day. So as they, this report comes out, I never miss one day in court. So, but it was something in me. I had to see this to the end for some reason. I don't know why God put that on me, you know, and uh, I had my son who was a freshman in high school. I think when, when this, when the trial started, he probably was in the 10th grade, you know, God placed everything in place so he could be secure. So I could run up and down the highway to LA to, to stay and continue in this fight. My family supported me, you know, so that I could financially stay in this fight so I could see this through the end. I just had to see this through the end. You know, I, I just had to see it through the end. And that was my passion uh, for sacrificing to, to, through the court and all that. As I look back, you know, I had to see this through the end. I wanted to make sure that these, this officer was held accountable so we sat in court every day to listen to this. So this stuff that's coming out in this report that came out, it's not new news to Wanda. It's not new news to me or Uncle Bobby or, or Minister Sabor or those who sat in their courtroom. The difference is we knew it, but it wasn't on paper. Like we, the witnesses told what happened, but we didn't have this report to say, even when we went to the district attorney's office in twenty. 11 after the court to say, hey, you said you was going to get Tony Peroni. We didn't have this paperwork, even though we knew everything that was in there, pretty much what happened to him. We didn't have the paperwork to say here, no, you're going to do this. And so I think, yeah, yeah. So I think that's the difference. And everything in God's time, this is the time that God had for us to do this, you know? Yeah. And so. Uh, everything in God's time. And so this is a continuation. And some people say, why y'all fighting again? We're not fighting again. We never stop fighting. Yeah. We're not fighting again. We're still fighting. It's not a new fight. It's a continuation right. of the Justice for Oscar Grant movement. It never stopped. Even after yeah. the verdict, when Oakland stopped, our people stopped. It didn't stop because Uncle Bobby didn't stop and we didn't stop and we just kept going. Wanda didn't stop. It didn't stop. Even though, and that's the duty of the family. And I just want to shout out Uncle Bobby because, like, I think uh, Mr. Pete from Jeffrey Inner Circle, one time he said, everybody needs an Uncle Bobby because mm-hmm. when every family needs an Uncle Bobby because when it stopped, he didn't stop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He didn't stop. He just kept going. He covered his sister. He held his sister down. 
And now his sister is up and they're working together. It's a team. Everybody working for one goal, and that's justice for Oscar Grant. It has nothing to do with nothing else. Let's get justice for Oscar Grant. And that's where my spirit is. That's where our spirit is. And, you know, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready for the fight. So I, I do believe that we will and we will get justice for, for Oscar. And, you know, I, I do believe that this Oscar, this officer will be charged. So, so th- thank you, uh, uh, sister, um, auntie B. I, I definitely am appreciative of, you know, the commitment that you guys have brought to this. And I, I, I've seen it, you know, you have not stopped. And so it's not you fighting again is continuing. Right. So that's, that's, um, that's, you know, just, just is it's really tiring and it's really hard but it's you know that's what you do for family and so but I want to I want to talk about this report and I want to go to Elaine um and and talk a little bit about this report um and what is and, and maybe Elaine I don't know if you're the right person to ask about it but um what is in the report um, and we, we only have a few minutes left in this segment and we'll come back uh, to um, actually, why don't we why don't we go for a break? We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. And I want to talk about what is in this report that um, has sort of made it very clear about the, you know, what happened on that night. So we will um, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back here from Elaine and also dig into this report. Thank you so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are again in the studio with um, Wanda Johnson, Reverend Wanda Johnson, who is uh, the mother of Oscar Grant, um, the aunt of Oscar Grant, um, uh, Sister Beatrice X, and we also have Elaine Brown uh, in the studio. And Elaine has uh, held a variety of roles as executive director, CEO, uh, leading organizations and doing community activism and development uh, for many years, uh, bringing justice for um, uh, young black men and women that have been accused of, um, of, of various acts and also been um, experienced violence of themselves. And so I want to bring you into the discussion, Elaine, and hear from you um, um, either about this report or just, you know, kind of the, the your what you see um, as kind of the, the thing that we need to take away here as we're talking about bringing justice for Oscar. Right. Well, I appreciate it. And I certainly am honored to be on a program with uh Wanda Johnson and Beatrice X. Um, I want to say, though, that we need to put this into context. This has not happened just to Oscar, but Oscar was an important piece in the history of our people. We have been getting killed by the police for a very long time. 
Um, so we can't just pretend this is not people just getting violence. This is police state murder of our people. Uh, this was something that, of course, as a former member of the Black Panther Party, I've been struggling against. I don't have to know Oscar because he is my son. Uh, so while I may not be in the family, we are all in this family because we are as black people and, uh, and people who are living under these conditions for a very long time. Uh, I'm not even going to go back 400 years. Let's just take it back to 1865 and forward. So we've all been struggling against police murder and brutality of our people for a long time. And we need to get that straight because that's what happened to Oscar. This wasn't just a, a young man who got on a train and did nothing and got shot and killed. He was murdered. He was murdered by BART is the Bay Area Rapid Transit. It's a transit district. But these police are armed and trained and have the same rights and privileges of, of regular police forces. So let's not get it twisted. They are armed and dangerous. We don't know why they're on the BART trains. You can get on Amtrak, so forth. So to contextualize this, the question is, what does justice look like? What does justice look like? Um, the pain of Wanda Johnson can't be expressed by you. I can't express it. I'm a mother, but I can't talk about that. So the question is, how do we see we as a community? What do we want to do now? What they knew then didn't get anybody. Meserly was one of the few cases in the history of all these murders of black people in America by police. The case of Johannes Meserly, who shot Oscar in the black when he was being held down by Tony Peroni. That case is one of the few that actually went to trial as a criminal. But he was convicted only of involuntary manslaughter and only ended up doing something like 11 months in prison. The question is, is that was that justice? Because we go, you know, in the Black Panther Party, we used to say, well, how are you going to go to the police and report the police to the police? It's a kind of an absurdity, you know. Mm -hmm. So the district attorney has a duty to represent the people and the state has a duty. But these people are also employees of the state. So for all these years, while people knew what the facts were, they had any no not much ability to prove and to get the district attorney of Alameda County to actually go about doing her job, which she had plenty of information, but the people in the family and the others did not have proof. They had witnesses. They knew, they saw, but they didn't have the kind of proof. And the district attorney refused to prosecute this other cop that we've been talking about, whose name is Anthony Peroni, P-I-R-O-N-E, Peroni. This cop dragged Oscar off the, off the train, forced Oscar onto the ground, smashed his face into the ground. Uh, caused his face to be uh, cracked, had uh, 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 terrible wounds on the back of his head, um, brain injury, and then locked him down with his knee on his uh, artery and his throat and his neck, which California just now uh, put into effect a law. The police can no longer use that move. It is outlawed for police in the state of California. The same move that was, uh, uh, that was uh, enacted on George Floyd cutting off the windpipe, cutting off the blood going to the brain. Oscar was down on the ground like a dog when the second cop is now coming in and shoots Oscar in the back. Now, Peroni did everything to lead up to this. If you and I go out to rob a bank and I, you're just sitting in the car and I go in and I rob the bank for both of us, but I shoot the uh, bank teller or shoot somebody in the bank, you're going down with me for murder because you're involved in a felony, Right. And so even though I was the person that pulled the trigger, you're going to take the same. Not ordinarily, this would be the case, but the police have escaped this. But in this report called the Myers Nave report, which is a law firm that the BART board paid for to do an independent investigation, came up with a conclusion and then hid it from 2009 to now. It was hidden. Mm. So the report that Sister Beatrice is speaking of is a report that was known by certain officials, certainly the BART officials and probably the district attorney, though she denies it, that without even looking underneath all of the paperwork, the hundred and some pages of this report show Peroni everything I've just told you. There's documented. They have the documents. They interview. They have objective facts to show that Peroni was involved in numerous felonies and therefore he's responsible for felony murder. And that's what we're here to talk about. So I don't want to just get too emotional 
and forget that we want justice. And that justice means we want to see Tony Peroni put into prison where he belongs. And that is the purpose of what we're doing now. I've been, I was not here in Oakland when Oscar was killed. I lived in Atlanta, Georgia, actually Savannah, Georgia, which is neither here nor there because my life is not important in this scenario. I'm just making note of it. But the struggle for our people to get justice when these people are murdered, when they're murdered by the state itself. This is not some casual guy on the street. This is a trained cop, did two tours of duty in Afghanistan. A trained killer can kill with his bare hands, 250 pounds, brought everything he had onto Oscar Grant. And we don't have to look underneath any of that. We don't have to explain this or that. Oscar was unarmed. He was beaten up by this man. He was pummeled, put on the ground, and then shot in the back. Now, if you're not angry about it, you don't have to be anything, but you should be angry. Mm-hmm. We should be angry as a people that we are allowing our sons to be murdered and we are sitting around crying or as Sister Wanda said, we do a little protest for a couple of days and then we go on back to whatever it is our lives are because we have to say that black lives matter. We can't just keep sloganizing. If it matters to us, then we got to get off the dime. In this case, we got to put Tony Peroni in prison and we need Nancy O'Malley, the district attorney, to do her job and arrest this man and charge him with murder. So I saw um a post somewhere, um, uh, perhaps it was the press, rele- uh, press release um, urging uh, District Attorney O'Malley to um, press charges. Where does that stand and where, where is she at on that? Maybe I'll pose that question to you, uh, uh, Wanda. Um, I know that you've had some discussions with her. Where, where does that, where are you at with that? So we're still waiting for uh, the district attorney's office to come back to us with what they're going to do. We're waiting um, and we've been waiting. Um, we had a press conference in October and um, at that time, interrupting our press conference, she said they were going to reopen the case um, mm-hmm. in January now. Mm-hmm. And we still don't have an answer of Okay, the case is reopened. Let's hear you say you're going to charge him. That's what we're waiting for. Her to come back and tell us to do the right thing. And the right thing is to charge him. The right thing would have been done 12 years ago when it first happened. When we went to court, it should have been done then. But because the state ran out of money and because they wanted to use him for a witness, they they denied they failed to charge him at that time okay now we're here 12 years later do what's right and that is charge the officer for uh, his part in killing my son okay well there you have it um so um that is now we know uh, you know i didn't know what the outcome was i just saw the post that the case was being well there's more i think sister beatrice should speak to the question of what she's leading the campaign on a petition so we need to know we're not we're doing some stuff. Um, if you don't mind okay. my mentioning that. No worries. Yeah. The, yeah. Let, let's take a quick break. We got, we're got. we going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we'll start with you, Sister Beatrice, to kind of take us into this campaign that you're running and um, the ways in which uh, you are raising awareness about what has occurred So uh, and what you're asking for. So we will come right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. 
Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Um, We are just having a discussion. This is a really, it's really um, tough, you know, a lot of emotions uh, running here. Just thinking about uh, that night 12 years ago. And I'll share my own personal story. Um, My son, who's 25 now, uh, and I were at a gathering uh, that night. Um, and we were very close to the family, um, uh, 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 to Jack and Nigel, who were with Oscar that night. And we're very close with his, their, their parents, uh, Big Jack and Elonda. And, um, and, you know, I too, like you said, Elaine, like you said, uh, Sister Beatrice, that could have been my son. My son could have been out with them that night. And, and I think, you know, when 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 we when we look at it from that lens and we we recognize that we are, you know, Oscar Grant is our son. You know, he is, um, you know, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, Wanda, but, you know, he is he could have been any of our sons. And to know that he was harmed in that way and not everybody who was responsible was held accountable is um it's 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 hard to hear it's 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 upsetting and um so i'm just acknowledging how i'm feeling about it even now thinking back to that moment um and so there's a campaign that's happening um and uh i think uh sister beatrice you want to share with us um, how, what, what, what are you doing? How, how can people support what you're doing to bring justice? Thank you. I also want to share that there's a coalition. So I, where I have this assignment for the petition, there's a coalition that's together to work to make this happen. And so on my part uh, with the petition, we have a petition that we went through the grassroots, which is um, John King and Attorney Myers, um, uh, petition that's been put out and it's only been out about a week and we're already at 50,000 close to 50,000 and we want a hundred, uh, we want a million, which I, I, I feel like we will get. And you can sign this petition. I can put it in the chat before we leave, but well, we want everyone to sign this petition because we want to put these petitions in Nancy O'Malley's hand because the real question is what's the delay? I don't know what else do we need to be talking to her about or saying, but what's the delay? 12 years ago, he should have been charged. So why is it taking so long? Like uh, Wanda said, what's the problem? 12 years ago, he should have been charged. So why can't he be charged like today? So we need a mass movement of demanding that he be charged today. You can call the office. Uh, You can call the office. Call her office. Bombard the office with calls. Tell them to get him off the street. This is a dangerous man. He is a dangerous man who helped commit murder. And he's been walking around, not to mention he's been in the military. He went back to the military after this because in the military, who knows? Maybe he could just kill that will. We got somebody who's, whose mind is like that, that's walking the streets and maybe with another gun on his side. How about that? How about he may be an officer? in a city near or state near you. So we we compel everyone to please sign this petition, pass it on to your friends, your family. We have a drive. We need a million signatures. Let's get a million signatures so that we can get this officer charged, arrested, convicted, and sent to prison. Okay. And and just so I'm clear, is this uh, officer still actively um, on the force there in Oakland or I'm sorry, Bart, in BART or is he moved into another role? He's not in BART. 
He did. After all that, he really had to, the nerve to go back and try to get his job back. And Bart say they didn't give him his job back, but they're not telling the whole truth about it. The reason why he didn't get his job back is because there was an investigation of fraud for unemployment fraud. So they didn't just outright fire him because of what happened to Oscar. They try to say it in a way like that, but it really came down to a fraud case that was against him. And he actually, he's such a coward that he actually put it on his wife and his wife caught the blame for that, for that Mm. fraud case. But when we sat, if Wanda can bear witness that when we sat with Bart, we asked him, was he going to get his job back? And they started telling us about the union and all this kind of stuff. But what they said is, but we do have this fraud case. Am I right, Wanda? That's exactly right. Yeah. So it's, 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 they didn't fire him because he did that to Oscar. And I would not let them say that. And I'm going to, mm-hmm. I will not let them say that. He got fired because of the fraud case for the unemployment. Mm-hmm. Mm. But we don't let Bart off the hook for that because they certainly told us that when we were saying, why can't you just charge him now? Mm-hmm. And they started telling us about the union and all this and how they do this. And they got a hearing with the union and he has lawyers that saying this. So it wasn't like they fired him because of that. And that's sad. We don't know where he is. We don't know if he has a gun. We don't know that, but we know that he needs to be off the streets. Gotcha. Well, um, you know, the, um, thank you for filling in, you know, the the, the blanks because I ha- I didn't know about all of the evidence that was summarized, and you know, there in the report. And is that uh, is that report public information? Can anybody go and access the report? That um, all you have like to do to is go online and look up the word Myers M E Y E R S. Nave, N-A-V-E, report about Oscar Grant. It was fought for. Uh, various people fought for the Freedom of Information Act. It took all these years for them to expose it. That part of the report is published. That's how we got it. Nobody gave us anything. Um, okay. I, you know, nobody gave us anything. But I want to mention, if everyone would, wouldn't mind, just quickly, in addition to the petition that uh, uh, Sister Beatrice speaks about, which is a demand to Nancy O'Malley to charge Tony Peroni with the felony murder of Oscar Grant, we have gotten the BART board to actually support our claim, and they're going to vote on a resolution on the uh, on the 14th of January, uh, making that demand directly to uh, Nancy O'Malley, led by Latifa Simon. A member of the Bart Board. So we have a lot of coming up more and more now that this information is exposed. Exactly. We are able to tell people what they were trying to tell people for the last 10 years or so, uh, 10, 10, 11 years. But we now have some evidence. And so Nancy O'Malley can't get around uh, the fact that she's whatever her excuses have been. We now have the evidence for her. Here it is. It's in the report that Bart commissioned. Uh, not more than uh, months after Oscar was murdered, and he was murdered. I mean, and that's the other part we have to know and call it like it is, as opposed to just saying, you know, he was shot. Or he was murdered. He was murdered by the police. Right. And can I just say on that about the report? They didn't just give us the report. Families, no. they they didn't. Am I? Can I? Oh, families. Oh, no, I'm just sorry. I'm, excuse me. Oh, they didn't just give us the report. There was a lot of fight that went into there. Matter of fact, Wanda spoke in Sacramento. Me and Uncle Bobby, our, our Families United for Justice, was a sponsor of a bill. They didn't just give us that report. Families who lost loved ones, we had to go up and down to Sacramento. We had to fight the police. We had to fight for SB 1421 in order to get that information. And then when it went into law, the police association uh, they decided to file lawsuits so we could not get that information. So the information just wasn't given. That was fought for too. So we want to make clear that everything in this fight to hold police accountable, you got to fight for it. They're not giving us anything. There you go. We are, um, we are in the know now. We have the report. It has been provided. It has been fought for. And again, uh, we we encourage you to take a look at the report 
and um, understand. It sounds like it's pretty elaborate, uh, 100 and 100 or 100 plus pages, but there are some pointed details that need to be looked at. When we come back, we're going to talk about, we'll remind you where the report can be accessed. Um, how you can get in touch with these uh, women to um, to uh, find out about the uh, campaign, the coalition and the petition um, and, you know, ask questions, become informed. It is so important that we um, make sure that we are in the know about what is going on in each of these situations. So we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again have been speaking with uh, the mother of Oscar Grant, uh, Wanda Johnson, uh, the uh, aunt of Oscar Grant, uh, Sister Beatrice X, and Elaine Brown, who is a community activist and uh, just really advocating around this new case that has uh, this new potential, an opening of a case against an officer that was a participant in the murder of Oscar Grant. And we are, um, we are talking about this, this, you know, what occurred here on January 1st, 2009, um, you know, been sort of talking about it from a lot of different angles. And we want to encourage you to get educated about what occurred based on this independent study that was done and this report that was published. And I, I want to ask, um, who ha- who knows where the link is? Is it uh, Sister Beatrice where the, the report can be accessed? Oh, it was Elaine. Elaine, if you could repeat again, they do a search on Google and um, and they can pull up the report through that search, correct? Right. So uh, Bobby just sent it to me and it's A-C-T-G-R-A-S-S-R-O-O-T-S-L-A-W.org. And um, there you will find uh, a, 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 a petition that you can sign uh, for Oscar Grant. So it's yeah, grassrootslaw.org. Grassrootslaw.org. I just wanted to say, please sign the petition. And we're really doing good now. So we are moving and we're moving and we're moving. So let's keep it moving because uh, we are getting signatures. But we need all your signatures. If you haven't signed it, everyone, to me, if you ask me, everybody on the planet should sign it. So, you know, it doesn't matter if you're in California, wherever you are, sign the petition so we can get this officer charged. And the question is, what's the delay? Why isn't he charged? That's the same thing with with Johannes Mesley years ago. So please sign it and then, 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 then get you a team. And y'all sign it, and then they get a team and they sign it. Because this is so important because we are going to get this officer charged, but justice for one is justice for all. So that's what we're trying to get everybody. Justice for one is justice for all. We're going to get this officer charged. And it's not going to stop there because all officers need to be held accountable. 
And that's what we want police officers held accountable. Absolutely. You know, definitely, as you all know, um, I am um, a a pastor, you know, um, Reverend Wanda is also a pastor. Um, This is, um, you know, God is a God of justice. And if, and if, and we are not, uh, we are not uh, going to um, be supporters of murder. And so we need accountability across the board. Uh, you can just quickly Google grassroots, mm-hmm. grassroots law group and uh, Oscar Grant and that petition will petition for Oscar regarding Oscar Grant. And you can find it because we don't I don't want to have your audience go away. and We use lose the opportunity to have people be able to participate. They can always read the Myers Nobby report, but can they do this one thing? And that's a small thing. And that is to sign that petition. Yes. So, um, so hopefully, um, there will be some movement on this. Um, Reverend Wanda, we are, um, you know, I'm lifting you up in my prayers and, um, and the family, uh, want you to know that we love you. Um, we, um, we're with you. And, um, again, if I, I encourage everyone who's listening, um, go and look at the report for yourself. Don't just brush this off as, oh, well, it was already dealt with. No, go and look at the report and see about uh, others that were involved in the act and what needs to be done. And then, you know, after you get a chance to review that, go and go to grasslootslaw.org to sign the petition. Um, We hope that you are um, having a beautiful start to your year. And we know that this has um, just been um, a real challenging time for many of you. Um, and yet at the same time, we also know that, um, that you know, we are not alone, that we have each other and that we are um, absolutely lifting each other up um, in prayer. And so with that, I want to just remind you, if you haven't heard it before or if you need to hear it again, uh, that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Give up a chance, give up your heart.